Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives, we're consumed by all the what-if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun. If you're like us, then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass. Or play call. Each week on Alternate Routes, we'll take a flashpoint in sports, break down what actually happened, then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused. Follow Alternate Routes on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. Did we Shall talk we? about some of the uh, penalties, mental mistakes? You guys have any thoughts on that? Like uh, Daryl Taylor jumping off sides, the DK taunting call. Any any thoughts on that? Well, only that you know Daryl Taylor should know, but I you know he's he's had a tough season. He's pressing to make a play. He he lives off his speed rush and jumping the snap. So I get it, and Shanahan ended up not going for that anyway. And it was a, it was fourth, fourth and seven, brought up fourth and two. They punted, and it went for a touchback. Maybe if they pumped from fourth and seven, like it doesn't go for a touchback. So, and I think Seattle got five yards on top of that from a holding. So I mean, it ended up being inconsequential. Obviously, you'd like him to be more football aware. Maybe you know we don't know, but maybe that's part of the reason he isn't playing more than like a handful of snaps as a pass rush specialist now. When, as Griff said, they kind of were expecting him to pan out as like almost a blue chip style player. And that not happening is the major factor to the defense this season, along with Jamal Adams being hurt. Those two things, they've like lost what they would have called like two star players. So in those terms, that's kind of wild. Uh, Then DK Metcalf, I mean, that was ridiculous. Like, he does it a lot of the time. I get he's playing on the edge. Pete Carroll's always going to support his player and did so afterwards, but that was so silly. Like he one, you're being clamped up. Like uh Travarius Ward followed him around a lot of the game, uh played press to him a lot. Now it's not pure like press man to man. It's more like press with a safety at the top or uh press with a quarter helping you in the dig window to the inside. So you can really camp on the outside release stuff. But Travarius Ward played bully ball on him. DK was just clamped up for most of the game. And for him to do that when the offense went three and out for the second time in a row, and it really would have put Seattle defending from like their own 40 yard line, like um, not own 40, uh, from like San Francisco's 40 to like 45 yard line after they punted because of DK's like, petulance, basically. Luckily for them, uh, San Francisco got a penalty, so they actually defended from the twenty-five yard line. But still, it's just it's just uh, it's it's a bit silly, right? But you know, again, he is a competitor. Heck, I'd probably you know try and be trying to find the edge and lose my cool. At the same time, though, you know uh, how long it happens every year. Uh, it's always more frustrating to see when the Seahawks lose. I imagine, but um. You know, he's 25 years old now. Uh, he's turning... Uh, he just turned 25. It was his birthday, December the 14th. There you go. 
um, you know, what what season is it for him? Year four? Yeah. Yeah, like, it might just be who he kind of is, but he's probably needs to... No. You know, if it happens next week, like at what point? At what point is it a problem? Like it wasn't I mean, a problem this week, but it's I, kind I, of who he is. So. I think part of the problem with Taylor is, I think maybe his explosiveness that we saw last year has come back, but the run defense has been so poor that he can't get into pass rushing situations. I mean, the, the sack he had against Carolina looked really nice. It looked like he did last year, you know. Um, so, I mean, he's still under contract, so. A go acquire that other guy or maybe Maffei turns into you know something overnight but but go get that guy and Taylor if if the run defense plays the level that it should next year Taylor could still be a valuable piece on their downs and and passing situations um I mean like let's let's remember Bruce Irvin had 500 snaps as an edge rusher and you know 20 13 and 14 12 like there are snaps for him to get if they handle if they're at least respectable on first down